The claim you hear when they're talking about ISO 20022 is it's, it includes rich data. I think that's marketing. I think there is a way to include additional data in an ISO 20022 message, but I am unsure how rich data is. Welcome in, everybody. You're listening to Wrestling Payments, a podcast where we help payment professionals contend with the challenges of modernizing their payments operations and identifying ways to build for the future. If you're interested in payments innovation and modernization, you're in the right place. Now, let's get into it. Welcome to today's episode of Wrestling Payments. What you don't know is this is a rematch. This is the rubber match. I've done two recordings so far on this topic. Both of them have gone by the wayside because the take on this topic is really interesting. I'm up two minds and one of them, and I, I have a presentation for you. One of them has to do with a wrestling term known as a mark. Right. So we're going to talk about ISO 20022 today. It's a new technology. It's not really that new, but it's a new, maybe a new technology to us. And it's used around the world. It's an international standard to use around the world for payments messaging. Really the easiest way to, to say that. And, and I really am using the word messaging because there's a, there are different formats and different standards and they have different messages. A message could be to make a payment. A message could be to take a payment. A message could be to send a, me send a message. A message could be as easy as saying your payment was made, but it's, it is a messaging system and it's new to us, I think, in the U.S. That's the story I'm going to go with. And I want to combine it with the word mark, right? So you may or may not know the term mark. And a mark is in, in wrestling, right? professional wrestling or a carnival, right? This came out of a carnival back in the day because they would literally put a chalk mark on on the the customer's back to say he's the mark, he's our target. In wrestling, and I got this from wrestling terminology website, a mark is an individual who is passionate about professional wrestling and its performers. They are loyal to certain wrestlers and have good understanding of the wrestling industry. In layman's term. We buy into the story, and I do say we, because I buy into the story. I am a good guy. I root for the good guy. I want him to come back in the match, cheer when he wins, sad when he loses. I am a mark. I'm a mark for ISO 20022. So that's, that's what our first episode had started with. It's, it was like, it's the greatest. You're going to love it. ISO is amazing. I had to calm it down a little bit. The second episode I did, second episode I record that no one's ever going to see because they're deleted. But the second episode was, eh, what is it? We don't know. Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? So it was, it was the opposite end, which I had very, a lot of trouble with because I am a mark. It's hard for me to be, mm, 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 because ISO is certainly not a bad guy. I could, I could talk about ISO as a bad guy if it was, but it's not. This is a, you know, I recently, presented at a Reuters Payments Transformation in the U.S. It was a Reuters is a U.K. company that came over to the conference. I moderated a panel of 
isophones. And they were marks, just like me, but they were using it in their business today. They were using the full message set. When we talk about ISO, our introduction in payments is through RTP, which uses a version of ISO, and FedNow, which uses a different, their own version, adopted version of ISO. These were, JP Morgan was one of them. TD Bank was another one. These were active users of the uh, fuller message set that sends, you know, cash management communications. And it could send a message that said, I want to pay these payrolls. Here's the, I want to pay them with checks and I want you to run the checks. That system could do that. It, it could be like a payment hop that says, what's the payment method? And you could send your message out and it would say, send out the checks, send out credit card payments, all that sort of thing. But this website I found helpful, talks about a little bit of ISOs, the standard. The negative part here is this history, right? So back I don't know, 20 years ago, there was a system called EDI. EDI ran over vans. It was standardized invoicing information, among other things. A lot of messages in, in EDI as well. Tax payment information, shipping stuff that had nothing to do with payments. But EDI, you know, back in the day, I was a mark for EDI. And EDI in the ACH, we were going to carry that information in addenda records and it would allow for one company to originate a payment to another company through their ODFI. The ODFI would carry the EDI information in the addenda record. It would send it to the RDFI. The RDFI would have it in the addenda record, and it would be available to the company. The problem, the challenge is financial institutions are financial institutions and companies are companies. The idea of stuffing the information into an addenda record with the ACH, for example, and then unstuffing it out of the RDFI and sending it to someone else, it got really clunky. It got really difficult. That's why this ISO, I'm trying not to be a mark, that's why this ISO is different. So I, an ISO messaging system can sit at both an, a company and a financial institution. And the company could send the ISO 20022 message that says, make a payment. Here's the data. They could send that, that message out of their system to the financial institution. They could at the same time send their shipping information to whoever they're shipping the, the, the products to. It's, it's a different, it's a different thing, I think. And, and here's why I'll, I'll tell you the, the, why EDI in, in ISO 20022 is different. So I have this next slide talks about, so I have slides. If you want to go look at the YouTube, there's slides. Talks about everywhere ISO 20022 is showing up, right? Back in the day, we had Fed EDI. It was showing up in a ECH addenda records. Interesting. The Fed came out with a product to Fed EDI to translate. So you could receive a message from a, an institution and translate the invoice into an invoice and send it to the customer. Not really streamlined, not really additive. Informational, if you wanted to see, you got a payment and for which invoices. But it, it, the idea of ISO or EDI is computer-to-computer -computer communication. My accounts payable go into your accounts receivable. 
my, my company knows I paid you. Your company knows you got paid. No one has to press a button. No one has to touch anything. No one has to rekey anything. That's the ideal straight through world. That's not what was happening or EDI. EDI still flows today. But talking about ISO 20022, the ACH, just like EDI, allows for ISO 20022 data to be mapped into addenda records. That exists. Exists today. I did find an update from 2021, but that's probably been around for a decade. RTP, back in 2017, RTP said, we're going to come up with an instant payment network, and we're going to use as our messaging system a version of ISO 20022. They got permission, they adapted it, they published their, their standards out. They're using ISO 2022. Swift, actually March of this year, Swift adopted ISO 2022 for their messaging system. So they're now using a Swift message, if you're unfamiliar. Swift is, is a messaging system that says, we need to pay someone over in a foreign country. We have the network to communicate that message. Doesn't travel with money, there's no settlement involved, but they're now using ISO 2022 as their messaging system. They adopted it. The next one is the Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve last month in July 2023 came out with FedNow. It is similar to the Clearinghouse RTP as it is an instant payment network. It uses their own ISO 2022 message set. But it's, it's if you can read an RTP payment message from an ISO 2022, you can read a FedNow message system. They are the same for intent and purpose, but with some slight variations that the, the Fed and the Carolinos may or may not work on over time to make those interchangeable. There is no, I'm not announcing it's interchangeable. It could be, but it's, it is not today. Moving forward to show you the, the impact, the implications of this ISO 2022, the Clearinghouse in November of this year with their CHIPS system, Chips is very similar to a wire transfer. I, if I read the marketing, it's the biggest international money transfer system. It does do some netting. It does operate in a different way than a wire transfer from the Fed. But they are starting to use ISO 20022 November of this year. And finally, the final announcement here, probably not the end of where ISO is being used, is that the Fed, Fed wire system, in March of 2025, he's going to switch their system over to ISO 2022. So if you are in the mind of a strategist, all of these payment systems are moving to some form of an ISO standard. You know, in the past, they, they built their own standards. Wire has its own standard. Wire goes back to the days of the telegram sending a wire over the wire. Chips was a way, you know, the clearinghouse's approach to modernizing the wire system, having a different model on it, but they still had their own language, if you will. All of these organizations are moving towards ISO 20022. I think that has significance. And finally, these slides are actually, and again, if you're online listening to the slides, these are from when I was, you know, take two when I was anti-ISO 20022. 
And it just compares EDI back in the day and ISO 20022. And they're both standard-based systems. They have both been adopted by business. They are both, again, EDI and ISO 20022. They are both international standards. The thing I really wanted to call out, and this is maybe the dark side of this presentation, the claim you hear when they're talking about ISO 20022 is it includes rich data. I'm, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make people angry at me, but I think that's marketing. I think that, I think there is a way to include additional data in an ISO 20022 message, but I am unsure how rich that data is. And, and, you know, maybe I have a different standard. I'm thinking that I can send, you know, some, a gift for a holiday to a relative an instant payment message and send them a picture too. It's not payment related data, but it's just rich data, right? A picture would be, I would classify a picture as rich data. Maybe I'm over thinking this or not thinking this enough, but the, the rich data I'm having trouble with. So if you have a vendor come into you and say, oh, you can do rich data, you know, via ISO 2022, ask them which rich data, how does that work? I know there is like a, like a tweet and it's like an old tweet. It's not even like a new tweet. An old tweet is used to be 140 characters. I know you can automatically include 140 character message in an ISO 20022 message. Goes right in the message. I don't know if that's rich. You can include a different message, right? It's a messaging. ISO is a 20022 is a messaging system. It has lots of messages. There is a remittance message. I don't have enough details on that. I don't know if that is robust enough to say this is rich data. And finally, which I think is a cheat, right? I hate when the bad guys cheat, right? They, they bring out a foreign object or, you know, they, they wait for the referee to turn around and they, they, they do a, a, a cheap shot. Hate those moves. But I think this is, is that too. You can, in a ISO 20022 message, include a URL. But, you know, the last time I looked at URLs in payment messages, what's the security on that? What's going to happen when I click on it? Are you going to give that to your customer? They're going to click on it and all of a sudden they're, they have a virus? Is there a vetting process? So uh, this, for me, there's not enough information on that URL business either. So I, I'm going to classify rich data right now as marketing speak for ISO 20022 can do more. I do love the fact that ISO 20022 is not by itself an instant payment system. It is a payment system. It can carry information and it carries information for companies around the world that tell you, I want to, this was a check payment. This is a check payment. I want you to make a check payment. It is a card payment. It is a wire. It is a it is, has a lot of uses, both the FedNow and, and RTP and some international payments have limited that down to instant credits sent over a network. So I'd love any feedback you have on this. I think I probably got the tone of this one right. And you're going to see this one. The other two have been destroyed because they were, one was too hot and one was too cold think this one is just right. If you want to hear more about topics like this, or you want to debate me and tell me how I'm wrong, love to have you on the show.
please subscribe, please leave a comment, please tell your friends. I want to cover topics that are of interest to you. So let me know what you want to hear about or talk about. Thank you. On behalf of Nietzsche, your trusted resource in payments, and our guests, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning into the podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more about payments innovation and modernization, you can find the Wrestling Payments Podcast on the podcast page of Nietzsche.org or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Just search for Wrestling Payments in your podcast app. Thanks for listening.